0: The Coast Breakfast Catch-Up.
1: Today we chatted about whether you've got a family group chat or not, and some of the topics on that chat, well, slightly alarming. Mm,
2: Not as alarming, though, as our conversation about the Queen. These two think that, well days are numbered and I said I reckon we've got many years of Our Good no, Lady no, the Queen. Not, not how no, it went it's
3: not, it no it's not you will hear how it went for yourself shortly also so I've been trying to lift my, my cooking game at home right trying to cook a few more meals and I'm terrible at it and I got hammered today from a meal from the 80s apparently but I got some support we go some old school meals cooking today cooking
1: it tonight Jase oh
3: bless ya Carrie Wardham. I mean, if you know her, you love her anyway. But seeing her on Dancing with the Stars, that big beaming smile oh, across yeah. her face.
4: Total crowd favourite. Absolutely. Total fave.
3: However, last night, though, she got judged.
0: And I'm going to judge it purely on this performance tonight. And to be as uh, transparent as possible, I felt that, Carrie, you have so much rhythm and I love your body rhythm. But for me, there were some mistakes in there more than yesterday, unfortunately.
3: Unfortunately, that meant that Kerry and her partner, Jared, were sent home from Dancing with the Stars last night.
1: What a rot! We want Kerry back.
3: See, this, I mean, we had some shock eliminations beforehand. This was a heartbreaking one. Kerry joins us now with Jared.
4: Hey, Kerry. Oh, good morning, good morning. And look, Jared's got a voice.
1: Hello, Jared. Hi, good morning. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we loved watching you two on Dancing with the Stars and we were gutted to see you go. How do you feel about leaving, Kerry? Because I suspect it's a bit of a, oh, my gosh, that was so exhausting, it's over now, but also a bit of disappointment too. Is
4: it bittersweet? Um, I'm disappointed for Jared because he could have gone all the way with the right partner. You know, even if I'd been five years younger, I might have had a go. But honestly, I am—I would like—I was exhausted, and the thought of learning a tango and a cha-cha this week will <laughs> me with horror. Uh,
2: you, you must be a little bit gutted, though, Kerry, because boy, you know we've seen you around the building, and I know you're tired. But boy, this is this has brightened your spirit, hasn't it? No.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not I mean I was going to like, I think Sunday When we got the really low scores I mean it's a bit hard When the judges are saying Oh I can see you in the final And give you a six Well you're not going to be In the final with a six Are you, you Yeah I, of-
3: I often thought that the comments didn't reflect These scores so often
4: I know So you're like Oh okay Oh Oh right. So I adjusted my expectations from Sunday. So mm-hmm. I think I was disappointed on Sunday, and then I just enjoyed it on Monday.
1: You what could tell. You, you could tell, Jared. When can I, Jared? Can I just ask you what it was like teaching Kerry to dance? Because this this was your first experience of Dancing with the Stars, wasn't it? <laughs> it can
4: only yeah. get better. Um, it was fun. No. <laughs> It was definitely fun, um, obviously finding how Kiri likes to learn um, and kind of thinking of different ways to teach something that's completely out of someone's world um, so they kind of understood what I was talking about.
3: Well, you obviously did a great job because Kerry was obviously very good at what she did. I thought, and I thought one of the, one of the most beautiful things Kerry did last night was after she got eliminated with you, Jared.
4: Can we just ask the producers? Jared has done his apprenticeship with the fifty-seven-year-old boiler. Can we give him a lovely young thing so you can really see what this man can do next season? Please, for the love of God! For the love of God, Jared. If they ask
3: you, would you go back again? Yeah.
4: Oh yay! Kerry, if they you ask didn't you... scare him off then, Kerry. <laughs> <laughs> Kerry
2: if, if they ask you, oh, Kerry, I would you do it, it again? No. Okay.
4: <laughs> no, no is that it,
2: Kerry? Is that it? Are, are you, are you going to kind of continue with this, the dancing? Oh, well, um, Jared's
4: partner and I have decided that we're going to take up dancing together. We're going to teach you, <laughs> not teach you. you don't have to, darling. <laughs> <laughs> Jared's like, don't
3: <laughs> do this to me. <laughs> sideways, like, do, do, teach you. <laughs> Kerry, congratulations on everything so far. Yeah, we, we gutted your you. out, but we loved watching you on there. Mm.
4: I really, really, really loved the experience and I wouldn't have loved it as much without Gerard. I mean, I'd love to see any of those boys that are still there try and teach a 57-year-old who has never danced in their life, who has no natural ability. Let's see how good they are.
2: <laughs> so, so who's your pick then? Who's going to win it?
4: Um, well, I, I see the finale as being Reece, uh, Jazz, Brody, And you know, the Dark Horse might be bad because I thought it was fair enough he went through. He'd improved more than I had. Um, you know, I could see the definite improvement and the m- improvement wasn't as much as me. So I'm going to go, but I'm not the professional dancer. What do you think? Oh. <laughs> Put you on the spot. It's maybe about the same, um, obviously. Like, I think Brody's definitely going to be one to watch. Mm. She's, you know, putting in everything she's got. You can see it. Mm. Every single show, she's pushing as much as she can to prove that she's got what it takes. It
3: will be fascinating from here on out. Classy to the end, Kerry. Thank you very much for your time. And, Jared, congratulations on everything as well.
0: The Coast Breakfast Catch-Up with Tony, Jace, and Sam.
3: Happy seeing this unleash on TVNZ2 last night.
4: From artistic masterpieces to technical showstoppers, the only limit is your imagination. This is the search for Aotearoa's first...
0: Don't oh, push that. Oh. ...Lego Masters champions. Oh.
4: It was
3: really good. I wasn't sure what to expect, you know, people watching watching people build Lego things, but I really enjoyed it. And it's a I great think
1: show. the sheer scale of it will blow your mind if you haven't watched yet. Last night there was a um, a father and daughter duo. Mm. And the sheer scale of this big grey rock wall they made. With the waterfall. I just don't know how you even how do you even get it that big. Mm. Like just blow, I can't even make the smallest no, little neither. Kiwi. <laughs> <Just Yeah. laughs>
2: what I love about the show, it's empowering families. It's it's putting kids with parents and showing that, you know, fostering that amazing relationship. Show. can you remember your first piece of Lego when when you were younger did you have a kit or anything like that that you did
1: We it wasn't a kit as such it was just a um, we had know, a bucket yeah,
2: like a bucket yeah and
1: them. you had oh, the, green, a the green pad and then because yes. ba- back, the back in the pad. day they yes. didn't have Lego bills. it was just plain
2: bricks no my first my first Lego build I would have been about five or six it yeah. was a hospital Oh, yeah. And I think was it put it? me off, I don't yeah. remember
1: them having them back yeah, then. Yeah, no,
2: they did. And it was, I just, for me, I think I was a bit young and my dad was keener than I was. And Hospitals then,
1: not really, um, nah. like, floating the boat of a what not. six-year-old boy. <laughs> no, not. But at least
2: it's easy because the walls are
3: straight and it's just a square of the building. But <laughs> <It's> <laughs> What true. sort of toys did you grow up with though? Because there was always the toys that other kids had that you really wanted, right? Oh, yeah. And, and then there were kids that, the toys that you were lucky enough to have as well. Like, so for my sister, she always wanted strawberry shortcake and she finally got strawberry shortcake and the little wee cat. And I used to go in this, in, into her room and sniff the doll. Up. Oh, it smells so good! The I, strawberry
1: I can still remember that scent. Yes, yeah, strawberry same. shortcake. As soon as you
2: said it, I could smell it. Yeah. and it
1: was at the same time as the uh, Cabbage Patch dolls came That's out right. as well. Let's I was big it. on those, but yeah. I had three. And this is such an era. These three things I collected: Care Bears. Uh, yeah. You know the little Care Bears. Yeah, I, I and love When those. I was tiny, I, I've got a Care Bear sitting in my cot with me. Um, do you remember glowworms? Yes, yeah. my I sister was, was mad on those. Yeah, and the other thing, and I collected these. And I can see them all lined up in my room were trolls. Trolls. Oh, yeah, trolls.
2: Wow, I was Hot Wheels. I was just mad for that. And G.I. Joe's, when you talk about the thing I never got, it was the aircraft carrier. Oh, I mean, same. I was I, one of the
3: big aircraft carrier. And it bro. even had a
2: radio so you could talk to the other side. The toy was so big you wow. needed a radio to talk to the other side of the room. But I never got that. It was you like $1,000. I reckon $1.
1: the equivalent of that was uh, getting the Barbie swimming pool, which I never got either.
3: Wow. I was so lucky. So I used to love Masters of the Universe, not He-Man and Skeletor and oh. stuff. You didn't have the castle. I had Castle Greyskull. Oh. One Christmas I got oh. Castle Greyskull. And, and just recently during the school holidays, mum and dad still have it at their house. And I pulled it out. And now my, my sons are playing with Castle Greyskull. I'm like, there it's full circle.
2: It's I remember Ben Pullum, a friend at school, Ben Pullum got the castle and I was like, The envy
4: of the whole playground.
3: (laughs) It only seems like, I don't know, maybe last year we were playing with Smurfs. You know, the little Smurf um, figurines you used to get. Did you do Smurfs? Yeah, we used to get them from the petrol station, I
2: think. Oh, you'd be right there. I
1: remember those little Smurfs and do you know what that makes me think of? Collectibles. My brother was really into these, but I love them. And I still get a thrill when I see one of these teenage mutant ninja turtles you know you had them they keep
2: doing the rounds like every few years they come back eh? i yeah. love splinter yeah. Well, on the subject of collectibles, though, what about Garbage Patch Kids? Oh, the yes! Cards, and the they cards all have, like, I know, remember head them. Explain-y and you get a piece of bubblegum with them, to Google that, and you'll see the cars and you'll know exactly what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, they
3: come with bubblegum, that's right. Garbage yeah.
1: Patch Kids, okay. Garbage
3: pale Kids.
1: Oh, Pale. Is it pale?
2: That's yeah, garbage Pail Kids,
3: yeah. we so. yeah. we talk about toys that we grew up with, because of course, Lego Masters started on TVNZ2 last night, and Peter's come
2: through, what about the original Transformers? I yes. always wanted Optimus Prime, the truck. Yeah. Never got them. No, I never got him as well. Uh, what about Tamiya cars? Oh, yeah, the little remote control but, cars. Yeah, well, the remote ones. But remember the ones that just had the, like a couple of batteries and a little engine, you could modify them, and then you put them, you went to the mall, and there was a little track that you could race against other people on. Did oh, you ever wow. do that? No, I never did. Nah, neither. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you just dreamt about it. Um, Lisa has texted in here and said all she ever wanted was Barbies. And I totally understand that. We had a collection of Barbies, did and you? that was my absolute go-to, and I would rope in anyone who would play with me. Yeah, they, yep. yeah, My sister had the
3: Barbie wrong. family. I so had the Ken and Barbie and two little kids as well. And they had the whole family and things. Yeah.
1: And the thing is, when, you, um, when you're when you that age, you get in a fit one day and go, I'm going to give Barbie a haircut. And then you instantly regret it because you realise she can never have long hair again.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <So> she did <laughs> look good with that little blonde bob, didn't she? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mine was more of a big spiky thing. <laughs> <laughs> she
2: became G.I. Jane more than G.I. Joey, exactly. The
0: Coast Breakfast Catch-Up with Tony, Jace and Sam. If you haven't
3: heard the latest, Prince Harry will apparently now be on the the balcony with the Queen at the Big Platinum Jubilee next month. So he's uh, going to go back to the UK. Apparently he's going to take Lilibet, his little girl, and for the first time the Queen will meet oh. Lilibet, the little girl. She's
1: still not met her yet? No. Nope. Oh, that's outrageous. No way, but here's the thing. So Harry said
3: he'll be on the balcony. Maybe Nana won't be, though, because the Queen apparently will make the decision on the day because she's pulled out of a lot of things. Remember, she's pulled out of all sorts of things. The opening of Parliament, she's pulled out of that yeah, now as well. just this morning yep.
1: because of mobility issues. Yeah. That's her big thing. Yes, Which, it, do you know what? At 96, if it's mobility issues, that's not actually... It's almost not... Health as in sickness. No, is that's it?
3: right. So she could, but, but again, will she stand on the balcony and wave? We don't know. We won't know until the day, which I think is on the
2: second or third of June. She's good though. Don't you don't even worry about the Queen. I I reckon we've got more than a decade left with the Queen. Are you kidding Absolutely. me? Absolutely. Do you Sam, Sam, oh, she's for n- sure. She's ninety six. Yeah, I know that. No, I reckon. I reckon she'll because her mum passed away at one hundred and one. The Queen's mother. Um, so I'm I'm going to say that she'll outlive her because Why? when you think about her lifestyle, she's had a pretty blessed path. Hasn't she? she's had, you know, what you, she eats, anything she wants. She has the I, best. I think of that healthcare. could be a negative. Do you know oh, the, one yeah. of the, the biggest factors, I read a study just yesterday. One of the biggest factors in terms of longevity is wealth, and there's not very many people that are richer than the Queen. So, so you saying because she's rich, she's going to live longer? She's that going to is live longer. Such she, a flawed theory. And She doesn't work, does she? Do you she, t- tell that to the Queen? Tw- no, she doesn't work. She, all oh she does, my. is she, No, I mean that in the nicest way possible. Like you know, she's never dug a hole or anything, that, has
1: that she? That is so. She is she, so hardworking. You tell me how many other ninety-six-year-olds uh, have to travel around? Do you know how exhausting it would be having to attend all those things and oh, shake everyone's
2: hand? And first class. Yeah, that's all she does. She she goes around and meets and greets. No no disrespect to the Queen. I love the Queen. She shakes people's hands. She and when she travels. She's in first class. So she used you to be a mechanic. You know, it's all though,
1: genetics, eh? It's it's all genetics that she's lasted. Her that mum long.
2: lived to one
1: hundred and one. Yeah, she's genetics. That exactly. So she th- could have got cancer at twenty.
2: No, that's why I am combining the fact that she has fantastic genetics with the fact that she's lived a blessed life, and I'm giving no, her at least one hundred and five.
1: No,
3: there's no way that queensland lived to one hundred and five. She used to be actually, a mechanic, in, the, in one of the walls, she was a mechanic. Remember,
2: she worked on the cars.
1: Yeah, she is a hardworking hard woman, woman. She, she with was good the, genes. Yeah. but she like how do so you? So what are you
2: saying say, she? She's, she doesn't. How long are you going to give her? Don't do that. I'm don't, not, don't not going to say,
1: but I'm <laughs> saying she is 96. She has had a wonderful innings. To say she's going to last to 106, I would say the odds of that are very, very slim.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to. I, I'm going to say we're going to be blessed with another whole decade.
1: Now, if you are a working parent, then you might fall into this category where 66% of us now meet the criteria for parental burnout. Now, we all know that anyone can get burnt out, and by goodness me, if you're a stay-at-home mum, you can absolutely get burnt out. But this study is specifically for parents that work and try and parent, and it has come off the back of the pandemic it's a non-clinical term and it means that you are so exhausted by the pressure of caring for your kids that you feel like you have absolutely nothing left to give can i get a he- <laughs> <laughs>
4: hallelujah? Here.
1: here are the signs
2: okay so uh, signs of fatigue irritability changes in sleep appetite and mood or aches and pains I'm like ticking boxes t- over here. <laughs> Do you know what? I ran out of ink. I've ticked so
4: many boxes. I'm going
1: I'm to let you on a little secret here. I, about three days ago, said to Matt <laughs> as a 38-year-old woman... I think I need to get me on the res V for my joints. Oh, yeah. I was like, it is time. I, I, I My joints are so sore. And now I'm thinking about maybe it's parental burnout. It could be old <laughs> age. So I funny. don't know. But I feel like I shouldn't be as stiff and sore as I am. And so that's why I was really engaged in this article. And I think so many of you will be able to relate to this because during the pandemic... If you were working, you were either at home working, or maybe you went to work, but then the kids were just there the whole time when you got home, and you were stressing that they weren't learning properly because you were trying to homeschool, and you were stressing that they weren't getting enough stimulation because there was no sport or activities. Yeah, there was nothing that you could do about it. So, sixty-six percent of us is a very, very high population. But the, the the issue is that all of the authors of this study they say that. It's so relentless. They think it's a national crisis and actually, they think it's just going to stick around unless people take ownership themselves and actually change things. So here are some of the practical steps you need to take if you are ticking all of these boxes. Okay. You have to ask for help from friends or neighbours don't take it all on yourself. And if you're a control freak parent, like I know I am, that's really hard to do. Use carpooling. So don't be a hero and think you have to be the one taking the kids all the time.
2: That's what you're copping at the moment, Yeah, mother, eh? get you're a just...
1: roster and say, no, hockey's someone else's thing. You take them to hockey. Um, this is particularly bad for mums, apparently. 68% of mums have it, 42% of dads. And the other thing is, we hear this all the time, but practice mindfulness. If you've got no time, they say, literally, if you're standing there right now, just feel the ground beneath your feet and that will take your mind away from all the chaos Mm. and just focus it and apparently that will give you a sense of of calm. But what we're operating in now is untenable and I think there is some comfort in knowing that, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely.
2: The only thing is, you know, you're, you're armed with this knowledge and, you know, you should have sent someone up to watch Mickey's hockey last night. What did you do?
1: Well, we took it because I wanted to watch, and that is the <laughs> problem. It was the, the first problem. game, exactly. Hey, you yeah.
3: know those, those How do you things? stop, hey? Those aches and pains and stiffness you've got in your body at the moment. Have you tried Puree's Pro-D? Have you seen the ads on TV? Oh, there's this
1: guy that um, <laughs> is selling them, hocking them off. He's <laughs> a, a good product.
2: Chases on Coast.
1: That's Jason Reeves, by the way. He, he's clipping the ticket on an ad that he shot 20 years ago. Not
2: right? So they keep
1: coming,
3: Jason. They do, they do. Right? Speaking yeah. of cash, here's your chance to get up right now. 800 4 cash our phone number.
1: This is adding to our parental burnout this game. It really is, actually. It doesn't help, does it? To roll it off the back door, roll it over. Oh, the dad again. Oh, man, oh, this yeah, is fantastic. We've been hammered this week. The Coast
0: Breakfast Catch-Up with Tony, Jace, and Sam.
4: The on Coast. Hi, this is Vanessa from Gotero. I'm sitting in the car with my kids who are more excited than I am. Now that I've got through for the first time, I'm so nervous. So good luck to us, Jay. Yeah, good luck to you more than anything, Vanessa. So
3: congratulations on getting through. I
4: want to know if
1: you're suffering from parental burnout. Oh, yeah, grandparental burnout, it's called. Grand, oh, yeah. okay. Well, this, <laughs> will, this will be good. Two burnt-out parents face Pretty off. Pretty much,
3: yeah. All right, so 30 seconds on the clock. Now, I'm going to leave the studio so I won't hear what happens, okay, Vanessa? Okay. So you get five questions to get through. You can pass if you want to. If we have time, we'll get back to the ones you passed on. And when the clock stops, we just take your current score at the time, okay, and we take your first answer only. Are you ready? Right, out yeah. uh, you
1: go, Dad. Get right, out of good here. good luck, Vanessa. Get, luck, get out, of Vanessa. out of here. Thanks. Come so, on, Vanessa, mate. I'm going to give you a little tip here. Yesterday's quiz was a super, super hard one. I reckon today is quite a straightforward one, but don't blow it by shooting out an answer. Just have a quick think, okay? Okay. All right, all the best. Your time starts now.
2: Lindsay Buckingham and Stevie Nicks were members of what band? Uh what, Mac? Yes. Give the full name of the host of the Lego Masters New Zealand. Oh, uh, what's the name, guys? What is a group of whales called? Heard. No. Who directed the movie Jaws? Steven
4: Spielberg. Yes,
2: who is the oldest of the Kardashian sisters? (laughs)
4: Mm -hmm. I love
1: it. Who are you gonna say? Chloe. Don't worry, that wasn't right. Yeah, um, but I But I love that you uh, asked the kids, and they didn't provide any help.
4: No. <laughs> and we listen to you, they can't stop talking. Absolutely, the Throws one up. time you need them. It's a two
2: out of five, which means you still stand a chance, but no. the, the dad has been an impeccable form. You're
1: chasing a two, J-Dog. Oh, is
3: it that tough again?
1: All right, oh. are you ready? No. Your time starts oh. now.
2: Lindsay Buckingham and Stevie Nicks were members of what band? Fleetwood Mac yes give the full name of the host of the Lego Masters New Zealand
3: die Dennis Hen, uh, Hen Henwood yes
1: wow I don't know his middle we, name we wouldn't have needed <laughs> oh, the middle oh. name but you're <laughs> such an overachiever well done I reckon <laughs> you're going to get five no, no, <laughs> uh, like,
3: you not, say I got that one wrong then Okay.
1: I reckon you're getting five today do you uh, reckon
2: yeah, yeah. Okay. what is a group of whales called a pod yes who directed the movie Jaws
3: Steven Spielberg.
2: Yes, who is the oldest of the Kardashian sisters? Don't let us down with this question.
1: I'm embarrassed to know this, it's Kim. No, no, it's not. not. It's
2: Kim not behind. No, it's Courtney.
1: Yay, I didn't
2: even come here. there. She was oh, really oh. happy to get the
1: one right. Yay. Four out of five, Jase. Well done, the <laughs> <Dad>. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> Vanessa, Um, you you had a really good attempt with kids in the background, oh, and you tough. can't get help from them these days.
2: Nah, they're almost a hindrance on a quiz, aren't they? <laughs> good on
3: you, though, Vanessa. Thanks so much for playing for the first time. Really appreciate it. So it's $500 tomorrow. giddy
2: yeah. up yeah. All right, let's get into it. Article number one, and I've gone space. But I want you to reserve your yawn on this one because this is one of the most amazing things you ever hear and hear of. So this is what a black hole sounds like. NASA releases audio recorded by its Charger X-Ray Observatory. No, wait. Do you know this? This So what effectively has happened here is they, had, they sent up a, a, um, a little spaceship and it's gone roaring through space. They sent it up in 1999. And it's only just made it now. And so now it's cruising through space. It's gone, hey, look over to my right. There's a black hole. And they've pointed its little doodangy hearing thing at it and they've recorded this sound. That is what a black hole sounds like.
1: To be fair, I think that's exactly what I would have thought.
2: Doesn't that like sound like a big
1: abyss? It sounds
2: like where all the, the so, souls have gone. So there is
3: a sound somewhere in space. When you said it was a duddeky hearing thing, wouldn't that
2: be a microphone? Yeah, duddeky hearing thing. <laughs> well, I don't know if it is because you know—is it—is it a sound wave or are they picking up on something else? Jace, did you did you care about the sound of the black hole? Actually, do you not. Know yeah, I find this kind of on. fascinating. Do you? I is, actually do. That's stranger things, Stu. If you're is...
3: walking along and you hear—you know—you walk past an alleyway and there's a wind blowing, and you hear that sort of sound.
1: we're not walking anywhere. This is out, like, miles into space. It's more than an alleyway with wind.
2: (laughs) That's a black hole that you're hearing. Give it a yawn. (laughs) God, that is so unfair. (laughs) Okay, uh, article number two. People taking new hunger-blocking drug lose 24 kilograms on average.
1: You've got to stop giving us these weight loss tips and they never come on the market. I included this one. Where's the drug?
2: It's not It's not on mice. This is a, a weight loss um, successful science story based on humans. 24 kilograms on average... Um, and that's a
1: good average. That's, Some people yeah, are losing exactly. more
2: than that. Listen to this: increases energy expenditure and decreases food intake. So that's it's perfect. Actually, the what major- is it? it's what you want. Well, I don't know the name of it. It's still oh, come in on. St- give
1: me your name. We <laughs> need to
2: Google. <laughs> it's still in <laughs> studies. I'll give me your name.
1: But if it works,
2: and it's going to be amazing. Come
1: to this segment without facts.
2: I don't have the name, but listen to this statement: <laughs> the drug will become available on the market in a few years' time.
1: A few years. <laughs> a, few years. <laughs> a
2: few years. Oh. <laughs>
1: Could be far gone by
2: then. <laughs> <laughs> Article number three. Env- <laughs> 24 kilos, i
3: got to cut it then.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is a moral debate. Article number three. Environmental champion Elon Musk flies private jet 31 miles instead of driving. How do you feel about that? I don't do know. We, would would, would, would he describe good.
1: him as an environmental champion? Oh, absolutely. He's the guy.
2: Tesla. Who's, yeah, he's revolutioning the battery-powered car, which means we don't burn fossil fuels. I'm just saying, look, I know that's probably not the right thing to do, but if I had a private jet... I would be taking the 31-mile
4: flight (laughs) all the time. Don't you agree?
0: The Coast Breakfast Catch-Up with Tony, Jace, and Sam. We
1: want to talk about the daily effect of COVID on your life. So have a look at what your routine is today. Has it changed since the pandemic? A friend of mine used to go to the office five days a week and she's in a business where... It's very traditional. So people work nine to five. If you're not at your desk, you're not working. Mm. So, you know, working from home was very much frowned upon. She is now in the office only two days a week wow. and she's at home three days a week yep. so the pandemic has brought about a complete change in thinking from her business and for her it has changed her her world in a very good way it means she can now go to school pick up three days a week and she thinks she's far more productive because it takes away the two hours of travel time that she was wasting every day that's a really
3: good that's the same with my wife So she, she normally works in the CBD but at the moment it's just two days a week in the office the rest is working from home now mm. it's,
1: it's quite fine. liberating isn't it? Yeah,
2: absolutely. Um, do you know the first thing that comes to m- into my mind for this is um, the gym. I used to go to the gym t- two, three, four times a week. I no longer do that. I've set up a gym in my house, and that's where I do all my workouts. You, yeah, have, right.
1: you have just sparked that in me too. Yeah. I, I used to go to F45, and it got to the point where we couldn't go for so long that I started doing an online um, workout off Instagram, and I've stayed that way. So, I mean, that sort of sucks for the businesses, but then I guess yeah, your money's yeah. getting chan- channeled somewhere else, isn't it? Yeah, I
3: suppose, yeah. But what about you? How how things changed for you in your world with the whole COVID thing? Maybe you've had it, maybe you haven't, maybe you avoid certain places now, maybe you just changed the way you work.
1: Or maybe you change jobs completely because of it.
0: The Coast Breakfast Catch-Up with Tony, Jace, and Sam. Kate, what
1: about you? How's COVID affected you?
4: Well, well I was running a bed and breakfast down here in Nelson um, from home mm-hmm. and i just opened a second room in the house, actually. I had a self-contained unit that I used. Um, it was really busy, uh, full up every night of the week. Plus, I looked after three holiday homes. COVID hit and everything closed overnight. Wow. Oh, so oh, nice. I went back out to work instead of staying
1: at home working.
4: Yeah. Oh, so, you did the other way around. So
1: how, yeah. do you, how do you feel about the changes now that they've sort of embedded?
4: Um, yeah, I think that I uh, probably won't go back to doing the B&B from home. We quite like having our house back to ourselves. We're empty nesters now, so... Uh, that's nice. Um, I enjoy being out at work. The cafe is really um, busy where I work, so that's good. Um, yeah, the holiday homes, I just look after one of those now, um, and that's pretty quiet. So,
1: oh,
3: so, yeah. so, so, so it's all sort of working out the well, you know, glass half full, eh?
1: Yeah, good on you yeah. for looking at the positives too. Yeah, thanks
3: so much, Kate. Marie, what about you? How's COVID affected you day to day? So during
4: the first COVID, my, I was working in a boarding kennel here in Papamaua. Mm-hmm. And um, my um, my employers at the time, they their family was in New Plymouth, so they decided that um, they missed them too much to be staying up here in Tauranga. So they put the kennels on the market. And um, when the new owner bought, he said he was not interested in continuing the kennels, so it shut down. Oh. Um, yeah, so we we were all looking at new having to find new jobs etc so anyway i came home talked to my partner and i decided i wanted to build my own oh you've your been, own kennels your own kennels my own kennels yeah fantastic and how's Predomin- it going predominantly just daycare for dogs yeah, yeah.
3: doggy like, daycare like, i love it
4: yeah doggy daycare called serendipity
1: doggy daycare oh, and nice. ha- how's it how's it going at being a business owner i love it absolutely
0: oh, love it I oh that's so good out for you
3: as well i love yeah. it thank you so much marie
4: No worries. Thank
1: you very much. Our research has revealed that 75% of you, our lovely Coast listeners, have a family chat, whether that's on Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp. But I'm really interested to know, on that family chat, what you talk about, because I feel like our family chat's very, very basic. So we just recently
3: got a, like a family a shared album of your photos and things, right? So that, ah. that's what we do. So we just share sh- like family photos and things with each other, but that's about as far as we go.
1: Actually, someone has said, uh, we have a text group. It's mainly for sharing photos of our kids and uh, people who've died. Oh. Like, oh okay. Oh, well, okay. Um, each to their own. You live yep. and let live. It doesn't happen often.
2: It's a real roller coaster that page, you know, you never know what you're gonna get. Daryl, what about you? You guys have got a family group chat?
1: Yeah, we do. What do you guys chat about?
4: Um, pretty much anything the family wants the other members of the family know about without having to individually ring everyone or whatever. But
3: a bit of family news wire, is it?
4: Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And you know, it posts things about like I've got six kids and so I've got a few grandies. And so, you know, they send videos or whatever of the grandies and things like that.
1: It's quite helpful, isn't it? Particularly if you want to get a message out quickly.
4: Yeah, it is, it is. But you know what's really funny? The rest of the family have got one that I'm not on so they can talk about me. Oh, no. How do you know
3: this? (laughs) Did you find that on someone's phone one day? Do you know
1: what? This is actually very awkward because Jason and Sam don't think they've got a family chat. (laughs) 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 but Something tells me they do. Yeah, you're right. Do you know where my chat has gone? There are two topics of conversation on the, uh, the Street France chat at the moment, and that is... Who should be voted off Dancing with the Stars? And the other one is Wordle. The problem is my dad hasn't really worked out how to post about Wordle on the family chat. So we're all sharing our scores. And instead, dad gets up at 4am and sends it through via text and wakes everyone up.
2: (laughs) Your sister was upset, eh?
1: (laughs) She's not (laughs) happy, Jeff
0: Street. Work out how to use WhatsApp.
3: So now there's going to be a new family chat and Jeff's not on it. I get it. I see how that works.
0: The Coast Breakfast Catch-Up with Tony, Jace, and Sam. Have
3: you heard the term tyre extinguishers? No. no. Sounds like something you'd want in your car, right? In case your tire burst into flames or something. I don't know, but it's no. It's <laughs> Sounds gr- like
1: something my husband needs to be in charge of. <laughs> tire <It's high
3: laughs> extinguishers. No, nah, it's a group of people, and I can't stand this. It's a group of people who have taken it on their own shoulders to go around and let tires down of people who own Utes and SUVs. Because oh, Utes and SUVs are so- bad for the planet. And so if you've got one, these people will let your tires down to force you, they reckon, to force you to either walk Ride a bike or take public transport. Get the SUVs and the utes off the roads, they're saying. So tire extinguishes a group of people letting people's tires down.
1: That reminds me of, do you remember, I think it was either last year or the year before, when people that didn't believe in eating meat went and stood at the meat aisle in the supermarket and shamed anyone that oh, that's meat. right. that's yeah. yeah. right. Do you know Same the, thing.
2: This is what it feels like for me. It feels like they need a job. And I just want to let them know <laughs> that I, I have a compressor at my house. So if it ever happens on my street, I will make it my personal duty to walk down the street and pump up everyone's... Tyres for them. Now, this is the thing
3: that we, we've got a couple of kids and they've got friends and things, they've got all the stuff. So, so, our SUV is you, we don't go off road in it, but our SUV is for well, our family, right? Well, why have
2: you got an SUV if you're not going off road? No, exactly, yeah,
3: yeah. It's four wheel drive. <laughs> I think, Sam, you've
1: really hit um, this story on the head, though. I think all of these tyres being let down is definitely not happening on the weekend. So, why are they not at work? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm, I want to be kind before I come down on you here, Jace, because I really admire the fact that you are working on your cooking skills at the moment. Yeah, trying to get better. And the other day you came in and you'd mastered the stir-fry. I don't really know what there is to master there. But... <laughs> I'm just proud of him that he actually cooks for his family. Yeah, no, hey, hey, don't don't you come down on me. We've all got our roles and, and that's not one wow. of mine. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's, no, I need to clear that up. The reason <laughs> I don't do it. a lot of the cooking at home is because I'm a male. No. It's <laughs> <laughs> because... You Sarah would prefer to cook than spend the extra hours looking after the kids because she's been doing it all day. Just give us a text, Sarah. <laughs> anyway, we, we know, we know. We uh, saw Jason cooking the other day and he came in proud with his pictures. He's gone for an absolute 80s classic. He's taken his family back in time. Here's a time traveller. Oh, <laughs> Jason, over here. He bust out the uh, the deviled sausages. And I thought, Wow. Interesting. I haven't done the devil sausages. Do you know the last time. time
1: I probably ate a devil sausage when mm. I was about nine? <laughs> yeah, you know, honestly, I mean, you've reminded us how good it was. That's exactly like, it. It
3: was a comfort food. Like, so our kids, like Max and Ollie, so they're nine and six, and they love eating sausages. Right, the kids, the kids, they like sausages. I thought we can't just do sausages all the time. How do we mix them up a bit? Devil sausages. Mum used to make them. I used to love them. I'll try that. You're
1: like you're like forest gum. sausage cocktail, yeah, sausage right. and bread, <laughs> sausage
3: <laughs> on it. a stick, sausage and
2: <laughs> a bun, sausage and bread. Yes. I was a little disturbed that you hadn't cut the sausages into the devil. sausage. there was just big old truncheon sausages yeah, we, laying there, and then, then, you in you the sauce. then you dice them up to serve them. So the you just cook logs. Oh, you, you you dice you dice up after you've cooked them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. now look, you, you're taking monumental steps here. But we want to reminisce. We want want to reminisce about the food that we should bring back the great meals of our past.
1: But you should be cooking some of them now because you you love them yourself. And for me, Mm. we still do my mum's famous potato bake. So what it is, it's mashed potato, but you stir through little finely chopped onion cream cheese very healthy recipe. cream <laughs> cheese and then you sprinkle it with paprika and some knobs of butter and you bake it in the oven Beautiful. and it kind of gets this um, crispy hard coat so oh, it's mashed yeah, potatoes yeah. but flashed
2: we haven't, we haven't done this one yet but we want to bring back my mum used to do this all the time the old corned beef
1: did you
2: oh ever have yes. that when you were in the cake? slow cooker all day? Hated corned yeah. beef as a kid. No, it's delicious. It, what it effectively is is it's boiled meat, which sounds Blah. terrible, but it's cured, <laughs> and I, I quite like it. I do too. Beef. And then the yeah. next day, have corned beef sandwiches. sandwiches.
0: Oh, yes, how good! The Coast Breakfast Ketchup with Tony, Jace, and Sam.
3: Karina, what about you? What's the dish that you used to have as a kid? You love to bring back now. It's like a comfort food from your childhood.
1: Oh, it's still devil sausages. Oh, it is! Yeah, yeah, it yeah, good, it. see? Absolutely loves it. Have you got a secret ingredient to help Jace out? <laughs> Just go to the supermarket, go
4: down the aisle, get the magic, yeah. um devil sausage mix, mix it with a bit of water, chuck your sausages in, chopped up onions, a bit of mushroom, pop it in, done. See Yum. what I mean? Easy as that. Easy. You can't beat it, Karina.
3: Thank you very much for that. It's got a lot of people are <laughs> rocking the devil sausages. Aroha, what about you?
4: Curried
2: sausages. Oh, yes. Now we're
1: Yum. getting into Forest Gump territory again.
2: <laughs> butter, fried shrimp, butter shrimp.
1: <laughs> Dabbled sausages, curried sausages. How do you do curried sausages?
4: Um, oh, I don't use the pre cooked sausages either, too. It's got to be the real sausages. Oh, yep. okay. Um, yeah, yeah.
1: And do
3: you do it on rice or potatoes? Potatoes. Got to be mashed
4: potatoes. Mashed it I reckon. I um, mean, on the corned beef. So old school is not a slow cooker. It's in a pot. Yep. Bring it to the boil, tip it
1: out, start again, boil it
3: again. Yep. That's how you have corned beef. Double boiled. Yes, yes double boiled. It has to be. See, right. again, I, I love things like this. Thank you so much. honestly, as, as someone who is the Manta chef, not the master I chef, I think you should try corned get...
1: beef next. You've moved on from sausages.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer, what's the old school meal that you're
4: loving? Cottage pie. Oh, oh yeah.
1: Oh. Why do we not think of cottage
2: pie?
1: It's so delicious with the uh, mashed potato on top of the mince. Yep,
4: yep. And, and cheese on top, melted cheese on top.
2: <sighs> Absolutely. Do you know what? It's actually a very good way to eat a pie too because you're avoiding the pastry. So it's a healthy pie and it's a delicious pie. Healthy pie.
3: See, it yeah. can be used in a sentence.
1: People used to be skinnier <laughs> than they are now. There was a reason. <laughs> Donna, what about
3: you?
4: Oh, good old fish pie. Oh, yes. Yeah. Now, do you
2: do that with smoked
4: fish? Yeah, you've got to be got to be do, do it with smoke fish. Oh, do you know what I the spuds all through it. It's yes. so
1: funny you bring this up because when I was in New Plymouth the other week, Mum dished up fish pie and everyone was kind of whinging like, "Oh, we're gonna like this," but it was amazing. So the smoked have, fish is the key, is it?
4: Yeah, yeah, and you've got to have mashed potato, grated cheese on the top, and sprinkle breadcrumbs on top for that extra crunch. Oh, do you put Donna. egg?
1: Do you put egg in it? No, I don't. Because some put egg and say that's the magic ingredient too, but yeah, fish and egg no. kind of creeps me out. You know yeah, what? no, mum never did it with egg. you no, got to egg- do it mum's way. it's
2: yeah. so right. You can't go wrong if you use mum's way. No, egg in the fish pie is much like mushrooms in the devil sausages. I, I was lost on that one.
3: No, I I, I balked at that
2: as well. Yeah. I add mushrooms
1: to everything.
3: <laughs> Here's something that came through on the text on 2699. It's not a hot meal, but it's it's kind of a it's, 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 it's a part of a dish that I think is so good from our childhood too. The old school Kiwi classic dip, the chip and dip. Oh,
2: yeah, absolutely. Oh. I thought you were going to talk about that, that latest text, which was tripe and onions, and I was like, no, thank you. i good. <laughs>
1: Someone did say meatloaf, though. Jace. I reckon that could be <sighs> something love. you try next.
2: Oh, I don't know. Put don't the know.
1: sausages down, Jace.
0: I don't
3: know. I can do maybe, I don't know, can three meals. or Two out of three ain't bad.
2: Oh, jeez.
0: Oh, Get your day started with Coast's Feel Good Breakfast, Tony Street, Jason Reeves, and Sam Wallace. Six till nine weekdays on iHeartRadio and all across New Zealand. Find your frequency at coastonline.co.nz.